Him, the fan libertad, presents the Sports Take King, featuring limited fake Jimbo Fisher. Oh, Flebites, there you are. Thank goodness. Do you remember our Flebiverse episode? It turns out it opened up a wormhole to another dimension. Oh, one we're calling coward is a sports take king. Oh my goodness! He's coming! It's him! If you want to wear a hat on backwards... No, it's the backward hat take! Everybody, run! Turns out in this dimension... He was the first to take on Mars? He's been unstoppable ever since. But we have found one way that we could stop him. It's up to you, Floodlights. Wherever you listen to podcasts, we found that in every other dimension, the only thing that stopped him was getting our show to 100 five-star reviews. I don't know why, but it works. If you think your universe is safe, think again. He's discovered the wormhole, and he's coming for you. You are a quarterback. I'm here. I'm coming. Where did he get you? In my opinion. No. What do you think about quarterbacks wearing backward hats? There's a time and a place. Oh. Jimbo. No. Hurry. You don't have much time. Cowherd, this ends today. And you're telling me this for a five billion dollar base for franchise. My opinion! It's no different than this. I think you're wrong. It's I'll totally double down. Go wherever podcasts are found. Review and give five stars. gentlemen welcome back in to another episode of the fan levitard show we see the numbers folks you really resonate with show guests and this particular show guest has produced massive numbers for us before so it is my distinct honor to welcome back into the fan levitard show jessica smetana jessica welcome back in wow thank you is that true yeah it's true you put up numbers mm-hmm. Wow, Ooh, scoreboard, cool. The, the people love you. It's it's you and Thank Billy, you. and then everyone way, way, way below. <laughs> Why is Billy the fan favorite? Can we can we analyze that for a moment? Like, what do you guys like about Billy Gill? That he's an anarchist? Yeah, it's it's yeah. that the the rambling. You never know which way it's gonna go. It's 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 like mundane conversations that you would have with any other person. That you would be like, this conversation is really boring. But somehow with him, it's incredibly endearing and the most entertaining mm-hmm. thing. I can't fully explain it. He he often says the things I'm thinking while y'all are talking. So <laughs> he's like the inner monologue for us listeners. Interesting. So, Smitty, I'm going to start us off here, and I think I speak for all of us here um, when I say that we were all really caught off guard, but simultaneously impressed by this French Formula One minute that you dropped Ah. uh, a couple weeks back. Um, So my first question is, what would you say is your fluency in French? Because from Mm -hmm. a non-French speaker, you sounded legit as hell. Uh, I would say I used to be fluent in French. I have not used it in like six years 
So it was a little bit of a, a, of a test of my memory, but I actually was lucky in that I have a friend who is currently um, seeing a French guy who's like, an, you know, born and raised in France. And also my sister speaks fluent French. So I had them like kind of check over my grammar and things. No, it was not Charlotte Wilder, Brian. <laughs> Thank you for the, the message in the chat. But um, they kind of helped. But like, yeah, I, I know French. I took French for like five years in high school and college. I don't think my pronunciation is very good, but apparently it wasn't that bad according to some people who heard it. So I don't know. I honestly, I, I cannot believe I pulled that off. I practiced it like 50 times the night before because I kept saying stuff wrong and, and I doing it live was terrifying because there was, there's no going back. If I, with any of the F1 minutes, like if I get caught up on a word, like you have to like keep going and it's like kind of second nature just to stop and like correct yourself. But yeah, so that was, that was fun. And I have a very important follow-up to that as it pertains to Formula One. As you and our listeners may remember, the last time you were on this show was a little bit more than a year ago to this day, actually. Wow. Um, and on the last episode, I endeavored to get you to call Max Verstappen an asshole. And you wouldn't do it. Now wow. that a year has passed, we find out that the people in his orbit are racist, that he's genuinely still not a great person. I want to give you another chance to set the record straight. Jessica Smetana, host of DNF, would you like to call Max Verstappen an asshole? I, I'm not going to give you the headline because I, I feel like this is just like Twitter bait. Someone's going to say... Jessica Smetana from the Dan Levitard show said <laughs> blank. And I'm not going to say it even in quotes. She's um, on I, us. I will say that um, what happened earlier this year with his girlfriend's father was um, pretty shocking. Uh, I guess maybe not surprising, but shocking. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of has to be a knock on Max, too. But. Man, Formula One, it has been a crazy week in the Formula One news cycle. I actually got to interview a Formula One driver today, but it hasn't been published yet. Ooh. So I'm not going to say who it is. And I mean, when does this podcast come out, first of all? Uh, probably tomorrow. Mm, okay, it might be can out we tomorrow. Guess? Can we guess? You, you can guess, but I'm not going to say yes or no. Lewis Hamilton. Okay, I'll say no. It was not Lewis <laughs> Hamilton. But you're honestly not that far. You're not that far off. But I'm not going to tell you. It was Valtteri, wasn't it? not going to tell you okay hmm. well we here at the fan levitard we like to take it easy you know so let's slow thing down slow things down here a bit i'm sipping on a nice port and tonic here oh, and port and i just want to hear about your port experience you know you talked about it on the show but just fill out that ex what was that like what was your first port experience like yeah, I, I think I might have tweeted about this, but I, I went to a port tasting with my, my boyfriend in Portugal and we had like five different types of port. There was a nice uh, tawny oh. port. There was a nice mm -hmm. ruby ruby port. Mm -hmm. um, what are what are the yellow ports called? Like the, the golden the golden uh, You think I'd know since that's what I'm drinking. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're but called, but they're really good. They're dry. Um, I think it's a dry port. Yeah, they're drier. So I had like five glasses of port. And then we were wow. just kind of sitting there hanging out. And my boyfriend was like, yeah, it's crazy how these are like 16% alcohol. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then like yeah. 10 minutes later, I was like, oh my God, we need to go home. Oh my God, we need to go home. Oh my God. Whoa, whoa. You guys know where we are now? We just went down a rabbit hole. 
how do those things work? Do they just follow you, Jessica, wherever you go? Yeah, um, there's this guy with like a soundboard who just follows me and Kate Fagan around and plays weird sound effects whenever we decide to go off on a tangent. But good, good callback. Yeah, yeah. So my tangent is here. This is the website that I got my port and tonic uh, recipe off of. And it's just like, you can't quite see it there, but look at all the ads. Like I'm still scrolling. Oh my you God. can barely read it. Not great content here, but sc still scrolling, still scrolling. Like I don't need to know why you made the port tonic or the history of port. Just give me to your recipe. And that's one of my pet peeves with baking websites. They're not optimized well. Like you have like this much space to actually read the recipe mm. on it. And I just want to know, what are your baking pet peeves? Ooh, my baking pet peeves. I think one of my biggest pet peeves is actually something that I've um, only, it's only become a pet peeve in like the last year and a half since I've become more of a efficient baker, shall we say. Um, I no longer measure things in cups and half cups. I weigh all my ingredients. And if a Ooh. recipe only has cup measurements, I won't use it. I just refuse to do cups. Like it's imprecise. It's a mess. It's way just, it's way more stuff that you have to clean up afterwards. And the recipes are always just like a, li a little bit off and I weigh everything now. So that's a pet peeve of mine. Put yeah. everything in grams or milliliters or whatever measurement. Smitty, in what way is a cup imprecise? Because, you know, they have the, they have the thing and you, you just fill it Good up to question. the line and, and there and there you go. Measuring cup. That's bakers the know. thing I was ba looking for. Real bakers, bakers know. know well, I think compared to, you know, it depends on what you're measuring. So if you're measuring like a cup of rice, it's pretty precise. Like you can fill it up to the top depending on if you have a good measuring cup or not that's another pet peeve is like some measuring cups have a line that you're supposed to fill it up to some you're supposed to fill it up to the top some are not really even precise measurements but they're cute so like they're sold as it's a cup but it's not really a full cup but of uh, so like a cup of of something like that like a dry ingredient like rice i feel like it's probably good enough but if you're measuring yeah. out say like you're making like macaron to use my oh. french again uh, if you're measuring out like a cup of flour or a cup of powdered sugar and you're packing it into the cup, you might actually end up having more than you need. So if you weigh it out, you know ex it's exactly 100 grams. You need 100 grams of each. You can't have more almond flour. You can't have more sugar. So that's where the measurements are just much more accurate. Like things like flour mm -hmm. and powdered sugar, like you can really pack it into that cup and then you have too much. This is going to come back, listeners. Just you wait. This is gonna I bet come you back. didn't. I bet you didn't need to know any of that, but you you did ask. I mean, please. If I'm, I I know many things. I super follow Mike, so he also gives us <laughs> cooking tips. Just to give you All a little right. backstory, uh, Nathan is the coastal elite here on the podcast. He is filling right. kind of the air. He's drinking a port tonic. Yeah. So you you get it. Birds Very of a feather, ideas. right? Oh my god, we need to go home. But it was really fun. Um, port tonics, shockingly amazing. Never would think to put those together. The Portuguese know what they're doing. Like they have <laughs> got it figured out. I love port now. I drink port all the time. I've, I've ordered port after dinner before, which feels like something that only like 75 year olds do. But like, I, I feel like a character on Columbo when I'm ordering a port. But I've done I, it. I'm a big fan. Port's great. Underrated beverage. <laughs> All right, Jess, let's 
Okay. We're gonna get we're gonna get really get into the nitty gritty. All right. Mm, okay. We know on the Levitar show you guys love games, right? All True. sports, like sports games, um, show games, not so much video games, but whatever. We're going to play the first ever game show based show game. Don't well said. We're working Nailed out. It. We're working out. We're working out the kinks. Don't worry about all that. But I hope you're ready because this is going to be lightning round. We need quick, fast, accurate answers and responses okay. from you. I'm going to give you the rules. This is family there, feud there, there, again. A, ah, ah. Okay. Let me get into character. <clears throat> all right. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Fan Levitard Game Showdown. I am your host, Brian Green, and let's get into it. So here's a quick breakdown for our guest, Jessica, of how this goes. I will give you five game shows, and all you have to do is tell us who you would compete with from the damn Levitard show on those respective game shows. Got it? No, wait. I'm, na- so I'm, name- I'm naming another. Per- I'm naming like a shipping yes. container member. Okay. Yes. No. Whoever you want. Whoever you okay. want to win. Because we're about winning here, right? You're a Steelers yeah. fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. We don't win often and lately, but you know we kind of like winning a little bit, right? Speak for so- yourself, but yes. <laughs> all right. All right. So I'm going to just rattle these off to you. Once again, there's no right or wrong answer. Just if you want to elaborate, feel free to. But that's okay. up to you. Ready? Okay. Here we go. The answers Game have number to be, one. To make, to make this clear, they have to be from the Dan Levitard show. It doesn't have to got be it. shipping container, but it has to be in that yeah. universe. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it. exactly. Okay. All right. Ready? Number one. Legend of the Hidden Temple. You get bonus points for a color and animal teammate. I have no idea what this means. Knew it. Oh, I knew God, it. I knew so it. Young. I was like, <sighs> all right. Eh. Next. You, you got it wrong when you weren't <laughs> able to get it wrong. Uh, number two. All right. Ready? Yes. What male counterpart would you bring with you on American Gladiator? Ooh. Uh, Tony. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Okay. All right. She wants to win. She's here to win. Supermarket sweep. Chris Cody. See, see, you got to do all the running though. Or, or Greg, or Greg, but that, only if I can do the running. <laughs> see, good shout. All right, now this one is tough because it's Family Feud, but it's you plus four. Okay. You want to win. Roy Bellamy for sure. Um, Chris Cody. Um, Greg Cody. Amin. Okay, okay. I like it. I like it. And last but definitely not least, the amazing race. Country unknown. So don't pick this. Don't pick the people who speak Spanish because you might end up in Russia. I was going to say Tony again because I know he's been to like, he's like been on like the tuk-tuks in Thailand. I feel like he could like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, okay. I feel like he knows how to get around foreign countries. That's a that's a hard one. I don't know who I I don't because then you're stuck with this person for like a month. The correct yeah. answer was Billy. Should have picked Billy. Yeah, ah, Billy. No, Billy's gonna sabotage <laughs> you within like five minutes. I don't trust Billy. So what do you think, guys? Did she win the game or, or how'd she uh, do? I'm I'm embarrassed at the not knowing what uh. The Legend of the Hidden Temple is. You gotta yeah, do some I'm sorry. Google on I, that. It's, I mean, it's, I've you don't heard, remember Nickelodeon. Heard of like, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Was there yes. like like a big stone face? Yes, yeah. yes. Um, Aztec. It was like Aztec. I remember mm. like vaguely, but I I can't say that I know exactly. Olmec. What, His what name was name Olmec. Is. Yeah. Okay. So fun mm. fact, they actually remade that. There's a modern edition of it, and it sucks because it has adults instead of like kids, and it's weird <laughs> as hell. 
Switching gears just a little bit, um, I do have a serious question here as it pertains oh, to sports. Um, what do you make of the state of college football right now, especially as it relates mm. to conference realignment? Because you are the Dan Lebetard Show college football expert, and so I really want to know how you think that's all shaken out. Um, it's, a li- it's a little crazy right now. I still think there's more that's going to happen, specifically as it pertains to the playoffs, because... We don't really know what the playoffs are going to look like after 2025. And it seems like maybe even before 2025, if everyone can agree on everything. And I think that's really going to determine if there's going to be more movement among the conferences and more teams kind of switching around. I did think uh, it was kind of funny that Barry Jackson put out a report that uh, the SEC and the Big Ten were not interested in adding uh, Miami. Weirdly, has not been brought up on the local hour yet. But uh, as it pertains to my alma mater, Notre Dame, um, I would be I would be like, you know, a little bummed if they join the Big Ten in the next few years. But if they're going to make like a ton more money off of it and have a competitive football team because of it, I guess I can't really blame them. So I don't know. I don't think anything has really changed that drastically yet, but I think there could be some pretty major changes in the next few years, especially with the playoff. You know, there was an ESPN notification that almost freaked me out when I was strolling down the aisles of Costco. It said the Pac-12 commissioner is bullish on expansion. And I thought they're targeting UCF or USF, right? Or the Buffalo Bulls to add to the Pac-12. But I I misread it. It was them (laughs) bullish on expanding the college football playoff because they're going to need it because they're not getting in when there's four teams and USC and UCLA are gone. Boo. That was a bad joke. Oh, you think that's bad? <laughs> Give him time. I, I can I can go much worse. I'm afraid of what is going to happen after he finishes the port tonic. You know what, Nathan? We'll I just... think you should Nathan, I think you should hit her with your with your joke. That I don't oh, okay, I don't even yeah. think that was the pre planned joke that we had for you, I, Smetty. There's another yeah. joke. There's a there is an arguably worse <laughs> joke. There's more. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, here we go. What does Obi Wanstat Kenobi tell his quarterback when he wants to go for it on fourth and three from the forty? I, I don't know. It's over. We have the field position. Punt. <laughs> I get it. That's a good one. Is that better or worse than his other I one? I feel like I. You know what? I feel like the fans really liked Obi Wanstat Kenobi. There's more. I, I don't think yeah. I got enough credit for that very limited fake character that I had almost no. Um, like no backstory with like I didn't even really have a voice for it. I just think it's it's like the thought is there. Mm-hmm. I think I think maybe it's up to y'all to like flesh that one out a little yeah. bit more. Like do the work for me, create the character. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe write out like a description and just like, email it to me, yeah. and I'll use that. And maybe I'll give you credit. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Suga. This is we'll not see. the plate call you seek. <laughs> So part of the problem is I've never seen Star Wars, so I have no idea what, like, I don't know who Obi-Wan Kenobi even is. So I feel like he could be anyone. Like we could, we could be, is he, is he baby Yoda? I don't know. What what is the Mandalorian? Baby Yoda is baby Yoda. (laughs) That means nothing to me. (laughs) Smitty, why don't you give us a guess of who you think Obi-Wan Kenobi is and what you think he's famous for? I think he's like the head Jedi. That's all I can give you. Not a terrible guess. Nailed okay, it. Well, what's the actual answer? 
I don't know. I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. Either. <laughs> hey, there's three of us here because I don't watch Star Wars at all. I think it's weird. <laughs> okay, hmm. Nathan, do you do you do you know confidently who Obi Wan Kenobi I mean, is? I've watched all the Star Wars. I watched the most recent. Uh, oh, I almost called him Obi Wan Stack Kenobi <laughs> mini. I mean, that's his name. So that's yeah, kind of tonic. Um, canon now. I watched it. I think. Uh, that series was mediocre. I agree with uh, Amin's take on it from uh, Mystery Crate there. So, but I think Head Jedi, like, yeah, nailed it close enough, right? Mm, Head Jedi, we'll go with it. Head Eye, but yeah. So Jess, Kyler yes. Murray, right? Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. So I'm of I'm of the ilk where I don't care about the contract because it's not my money. Don't care. He ain't my quarterback. So whatever. Keep rocking. I understand the premise for it. But I, I, I bring this question to you. If you had the power to include a Kyler Murray contract clause for one of your showmates, who would it be and what would they be required to do for four hours a week? That is a really good question. Um, I mean, I could say something really mean. Do it. <laughs> do it. In character, which is like maybe... Greg Cody has to shower for at least four hours a week or, or like get four hours worth of like Manny Petty services done on him. Yeah. Um, I maybe, maybe something like that. Maybe like Stu Gatz has to have a four hour heater break every day. Um, I don't <laughs> I know. Does already. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean a break from the heaters as in oh, four hours from not smoking. Um, yeah. Does, does that work? Yeah. Those suffice. If I think of any more, I'll let you know. Do it. <laughs> Great question, Brian. Witty has to get... not use British, uh, or British Clive. phrases. <laughs> or or Witty can't say Clive for four hours every day or every week. Let's, that let's would go physically that kill him. He would, expl- <laughs> he would implode. I think Clive is, comes so naturally to him now that it's like, it's like just he can't not say it he he's clive is like a, a breath every breath he takes is a clive true or false you can see witty naming his firstborn clive just so when they <laughs> ask for something he said doesn't know for me clive uh, exactly i mean yes that is true brian you want to go again no i, I thought that was a great answer all four of those or three of those or two of those was amazing and i think she needs to get on the horn with whoever makes the rules over there and gets all of that done because listen i right now got Stu waking up four hours into his sleep to smoke a cigarette and <laughs> i believe that might be saving his life so i think you should get on that jess i truly with Stu gods i i still don't know what is real and what is not real i don't even know if there is like a character there like i don't know what is going on i i he is a an amazing person and i mean that in every sense like i am amazed by him he's an old looking 50. like is he really 50. (laughs) i'm not gonna say that i mean but yes he is 50 but he you know what he's a great guy i'm amazed by him constantly but he is a great guy brian the pandemic was hard on all of us all right you don't need you don't need to say it we're all feeling sensitive about our age after like losing the last two and a half years of our lives you know, they did, I saw they released like some high school photos of him and I actually looked at him and said, you know what? I can see the Clooney connection in the high school photos. <laughs> he Not... did have, he did have like pretty striking like eyebrows, I feel like in those pictures, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Attractive Just... people always have good eyebrows. So is that it's, you saying it's a low key. was attractive, Smitty? 
Yeah, I mean, George Clooney's attractive. If you think that young Stugatz looked like Clooney, I think, yeah, like, he looked yeah. cute. Good for Stugatz. Mm -hmm. Words I didn't think I would hear today. <laughs> Words I didn't think I would say. <laughs> Ever. I just want to know, can we get the official Smeddy greeting card sponsorship? Like, what's good? Like, I'll promote <laughs> all of your stuff, and yeah. If I do start my my greeting card business, which is, is actually a thing I have thought about. Although I will say, I think Mina Kimes ruined it for me because <laughs> she's got like the watercolor thing and she, she donates those to charity. Ooh. So now if I am selling greeting cards and keeping the money, I look like an asshole. All right. So Mina's yeah. niceness and like kindness and philanth philanthropic uh, tendencies have made me now wonder, Hmm, like, Am I an asshole? Yes, I am an asshole. I'm also Stugatz's protege, so I want to be greedy and, and keep all of it for myself. But, but I have thought about a greeting card company at times, uh, and if I do ever start one, I will. You will. You three will be the first to know. Yeah, wow. that's all, right. all I want. It Big took news. us a while to get there, but. Listen, <laughs> I think you should do it. It plays into the character. We got pompous Steelers fan. We got Notre Dame alumni. We got mm. F1 correspondent. Like, pompous, pompous Bears fan and pompous uh, Broncos fan now. Yeah, yeah Broncos. So I'm gonna yeah, be all so, three. Yeah, you uh, leaning into capitalism, I think, goes well with the trope. <laughs> I think you should do it. Leaning all the way in. Yeah, I'm going to upsell those babies, too. $50 for a card. Whoa. Just the fans will pay it too. It. That's the crazy thing. That is kind of true, though. That that's the exploitative part. Stu <laughs> oh, oh. Do you guys hear that? I think it's time for Nathan's baking minute, where I take something complicated that's baking and explain to you how to do it in one minute. Type. Put the time on the clock. Macarons. <laughs> Don't do it. You, you'll fail. Nice. All right. Well done. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. I've have actually, you ever? I've I mean, macaron. I'll yeah, you brought I'm... that up. Have you macaronaged? What does that mean? That's the fancy term for when you fold. Oh, really? Your, your I didn't dough. know that. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. They didn't teach us you know. that in French class. I was wow. trying to see if I could find a picture of any of my macaron, but um, I don't know. Do you know. use the French method, the Swiss method, the Italian method? Like French, how you French, uh, French method, yeah. French method. See. Yeah, the old-fashioned way. This is where when you were talking about you got to weigh it, I, mm -hmm. macarons, you got to weigh it. You got to sift it, too. Is your almond flour dry? Yeah, you, you can't have sift, wet on You gotta flour. sift it, and you can't have a wet bowl. You can't have uh -huh. any water in that bowl because those peaks, they will not stiffen. You need and stiff peaks. Hubba hubba. Exactly. It's so precise that literally, the cookbook that me and my wife use says you should fold it about eighteen times <laughs> to get to a certain point. Like it I love literally that. tells you eighteen times. Like, it's like what is that why how french how do you That's know how big my yeah. spatula or my bowl is it is it is incredible but no i have made them before and i watched like i don't know even know why i decided to do this i think i was bored one summer and i watched like 15 youtube videos and was like well i think i could do this and i actually did do it if you watch a video for something it it, it does tend to help i've learned so i don't know give it a shot unless you have a bad oven you mm. don't stand a chance which is why i that's say true. don't do it you'll fail 
we haven't done it in our new house, but when we did it, when we first, like listeners of our show know, I've been to France for 10 days, which is why I knew you nailed your F1 <laughs> minute. Perfect. Cause I know French. Days, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been to cognac. Um, but our oven at our old house sucked. So it didn't matter what we did when we put it in, it wasn't going to cook it evenly or cook it correctly. And all our macarons came out chewy, just very sad. disappointing. Very Sounds sad. like a disappointing baker. That's like blaming your O-line for not winning a game as a coach. Have How you, you, have you put, macaronaged put, here, Brian? Uh, uh, no, don't, because I, don't I'm a, regu at, I'm a don't regular, I'm a regular American. No, uh, I let, haven't. Let he, let he who has yeah. macaronaged throw the first macaron, <laughs> as they say in France. Mm -hmm. Famously. Famously, the French have said that. Yeah. All right. We've covered a lot, but we need to, we need to get serious here, Smitty. All right. I feel like we're friends. You know, I feel like we've got a good rapport. I feel like we know each other. I feel like I can safely say that we are your favorite fan podcast. Oh, wow. That's a spicy meatball. I'm not going to touch that, but. Well, all right, let's, let's just. I'll, I'll, I won't, I won't say you're wrong, but I won't say that you're right. We'll take that. Um, so with that understanding that we are your favorite fan podcast, what needs to happen for us to get press passes so we can provide proper wall-to-wall -wall coverage of Mar Miami because the oh people deserve gosh. it and no one would cover that event quite like the three of us. That's a great point. You know what? When I find out the details on Mar Miami, which it does sound like the marks from Mark Tank are all aboard on, no pun intended, I, you three will be the first to know. I will send you a greeting card with your hand-drawn credential and you will be on board Mar Miami um, as our, as our in-house influencer content creators, um, covering the show within the show. Does, does that work for you guys? The oh skill that's in you is strong. How do you your, guys... <laughs> your ability to just say, yeah, no, when, when, I, when we get the details, I got you. Like, I feel like a Hall of Fame speech for us is coming soon because at this point, you're promising <laughs> things, but you aren't, but you are, and I love it. It's really, really impressive. I'm just saying, have you guys ever been to Bimini? No, mm. and I can't wait. Exactly. All right, so... Now that uh, now that we've got that, you know, official, we've got it recorded on multiple channels. Um, we can make that happen. And um, that is a locking, legally binding agreement. Um, and I'm happy we, we covered that. It's now. as done. It's as done as Oscar Piastri to Alpine, Ty. Woo! We talk in Formula One. Which which may or may not be a done deal for those non fans out there. TBD, if he's actually racing for Alpine uh, next year again. Big news week in Formula One. The next drive to survive is going to be spicy. I hope they have time for all of this. <laughs> Although I don't think the next nine races are going to be interesting in terms of a, a title fight. So well, probably not. Sadly. Anyways. Well, what, what was your next question? I interrupted you. Oh, no. I was just going to... Uh, we promised our fans that we would ask you some of their hard-hitting questions. And it is yes. our obligation to do so. So I'm going to run some by you here, Jessica, and uh, you answer them to the best of your ability, okay? Okay. At KRB the Mapper on Twitter wants to know, what upcoming Meadowlark projects are you most looking forward to? 
That's a great question. You know, I'm, I'm excited for season three of Off the Looking Glass. We're kind of starting to put things together for that now. Um, I really love doing that show with Kate Fagan. If you haven't listened, all the episodes are pretty much evergreen, so you should listen to the mm-hmm. back catalog. Um, but, you know, this fall is going to be fun. Football's back. Uh, there's always fun stuff happening in football season. I think, you know, we'll probably have a Moss event at some point. I don't really know any of the details on these things, despite the fact that I, I make promises about them on, on fan podcasts. But I don't know. There's a lot of fun stuff on the horizon. So I'm, I'm excited for the fall. All right. Nice. Um, KRB the Mapper has another question for you, and we're going to include it anyway because he's so he's so generous with his time. What question hasn't someone asked you that we should be asking you? Oh, wow, I have. Can I ask you three if there's a question that someone hasn't asked me that they should ask me, but then you don't actually get to ask it? <laughs> I got one. Okay. You just said I don't get to ask it. I thought yeah, you're that right. Was the, no, yeah, I, I'm, I'm so playing your game. Come on. Mo- moving on. <laughs> Hi, that was your that was your cue. Yeah, I'm bad at this. Um, at is so amazing wants to know. Well, he he opens with first time, long time. The question that everyone has been asking: What is the best grocery store rotisserie chicken? He'll hang mm, up and listen. That is a really good question. I know people are really partial to the Costco rotisserie chicken. Um, Publix has a pretty decent one too. Uh, I will say when I'm, when I'm feeling like, you know, spoiling myself, the whole foods rotisserie chicken is also elite. And I think I'm not positive, but I think they use the leftover rotisserie chicken to make like the chicken salads because, Ooh, bellissimo. the chicken salad at whole foods, the chicken salad also at uh, fresh market. Again, when I'm feeling like treating myself. It is really, it has absolutely no business being as good as it is. And I think it is just leftover rotisserie chicken because it is the saltiest chicken salad I have ever tasted. But it, it is very good. I have never tried the fresh market rotisserie chicken, though. It is on my list of uh, rotisserie chickens I need to try as I do my rotisserie chicken tour of America, hopefully this fall. But, you know, a shout out to the Whole Foods rotisserie chicken. All right, we Here's got another it. one from. Oh, go ahead, Brian. No, it's good. It's fine. Hey, rotisserie chickens and elitism. Elited, elited, elited. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well said. Uh, Rage against Twitter, and also myself wants to know: Did you ever receive Lando Norris merch? Since I feel like I'm partially responsible, since I'm the one who sent you the uh, framed mm. photo with this with the signature. The fake autograph. No, there's a few Lando Norris things that I, I have been waiting for in the mail. Mm. There was one um, social media manager of a brand that advertises with the show that I will not name because I'm not being paid no free ads on this podcast. Um, they said they were sending me some Lando merch once. It never came. Um, mm. There was also Lando himself who said he was sending me some Ooh. Lando merch that did not come mm. so to answer your question no i'm lando merchless so smetty i know you just said we're not doing free advertising but oddly enough one of our questions at colin d mcintosh wants to know how are your sheets and giggle sheets treating you hmm um you know actually they're very lovely 
I, I do have to say. So shout out to them. I'm not getting paid by them, though. So that's all I'm going to tell you. I am, though. So it's all good. Well, you can talk about them then. They <laughs> let me, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about sheets and giggles, eucalyptus lyocell bed sheets. Not only are they moisture wicking, are they softer than cotton, but they pair so nicely with the new Sheets and Giggles Eucalyptus Mattress that you can pre-order now for $200 off, plus you get a $100 gift code when you do so. Go to SheetsGiggles.com for all your betting needs. Well said. I have to sneeze. Bless you. Next question. Next question. <laughs> all right, we got one from at Lacking Spice. I wonder if that's a baking-related uh, username. Hmm. Top five list of colleges you applied for before going to Notre Dame? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, Clemson. I, I only think I applied to like a handful. Clemson. Um, Wisconsin? I don't remember. I think Stanton? I applied to a, a few more. Those were the only three that I actually like visited though. I don't know. College, it feels like such a long time ago. College. <laughs> Imagine I being was 24. Just like, I was like, you know, I, you know, I just want to go to a, a school with a good football team. And then all the schools I applied to lost their bowl games my senior year of high school. And I was like, God damn it. Now what do I do? <laughs> and Clemson lost theirs by like 70 points too, to West Virginia in the Orange Bowl. Anyway, I was, bad, I was, bad memes. I was going to ask you why you didn't apply to UConn, but then you follow that up with a good football conversation yeah. and are you are you a yukon a husky fan yeah yeah good for you you've got a you've got a successful uh childhood full of basketball memories and dreams i and I, a, I appreciate how much winning the huskies have done and a dope WNBA team right ty yeah this this is actually where i wanted to go smeddy um you probably don't know this, but I recently had a daughter about a month ago. First child. Yeah, I know you. I know you. I know you hate her by default, but like it's 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 okay. Um, <laughs> Absolutely right. And um, we have been watching a lot more professional women's sports because we want to bring her up in a household where she is encouraged to watch them participate and feel empowered. And so I've gotten into the WNBA a lot lately, and my default team has sort of become the Las Vegas Aces. And I want to know mm, if that's a if that's a good team or if I should be picking another team because I am no, still open for bid they're very very good in fact they I mean they just won the commissioner's cup last week um the, which Brian dismissed in, in our group chat by the way <laughs> hater the in tournament uh, or in season tournament um but no re realistically that is a good choice one of my favorite Notre Dame players Jackie Young is on the aces um they're probably them in the sky are probably the favorite to win the finals this year so i mean you kind of jumped on a bandwagon of an already really good team but i'll give it to you you know i i don't know if you're from vegas i don't know if you have any sort of like vegas affiliation family from vegas so or you're just decided to pick like one of the best teams in the league but whatever so, it is I, i'm happy for you as you may remember uh, I don't remember if we discussed this or not. I, I went to Virginia Tech and they drafted Asia Shepard from Virginia Tech. And I was like, boom, there's there's a connection right there. That that counts. You know what? In sports, you just find your connections wherever you want. It's all kind of arbitrary, right? I'm a, mm -hmm. I'm a Broncos fan now. Like, who cares? Do it in August. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to hear about cups and all that tournament midseason <laughs> stuff. Do it in August. You know, and maybe it doesn't mean anything, but it is a indication that they are very good. 
It means everything. You're playing for a trophy at the end of the year. We already have a trophy. I can say we now because I feel like I got confirmation I from love, Smitty. I love, I love the we. I love the fans who say we. I say we all the time, and it is like the biggest like non-professional thing you can do as, as someone who works in sports. And I can't stop because that's just like what I've said since I was three years old. I'm always saying we as in as if I'm like an offensive lineman for Notre Dame. It really, I have nothing to do with them winning or losing, but it's, you know, it's the fan thing. We're all kind of crazy people. Apologize for nothing. <laughs> How are your kids' handles, Ty? Oh, funny you should ask that, Nathan, because today... I got on video for the first time her actually engaging with stuff and like purposefully grabbing it and holding on to it. So I'm feeling pretty good about her athletic prospects right now at just over a month old. She's already showing potential to be a budding superstar in every single way. You got her working on the peanut punch then? The what? (laughs) The peanut punch, the guy you punch the football out. If she's grabbing things, I mean... Bears, Pina Tillman. Real defensive players now. <laughs> so, Smitty, um, we got a question here from at Grid of Death on Twitter. And oh, he God. and he wants to know what are your plans for your open grid punishments, which he just so happened to list here. You've still got open the worst weekend ever, which is you have to watch all of the Lord of the Ring movies during a single weekend, which is not going to be that bad for you. Um, you've got the Katie Ledecky where you have to dress like a swimmer for an entire show and you have to bounce on a mini trampoline for the duration of a show. How are those going? Uh, well, they haven't bought the mini trampoline yet, but when they do, I will do that one. That one, that one seems kind of fun to be honest. Like it's going to be exhausting, but I'll probably wear like workout clothes and just treat it as like a workout day. Um, the Katie Ledecky one Again, the swim cap. If I don't have to wear the swim cap, swim cap, I'll do it tomorrow. I don't care. Like I'll wear the. I have like the bathing suit, one piece thing, and I'll wear the goggles. But the swim, I I just don't want to fuck up my hair, uh, market. But what was the last one? Uh, your worst weekend ever. Yeah, that one I can do next weekend. I just got to do that, and you know, before before football season starts. There's no Formula One next weekend. I think I think I can manage that. It is about time for my yearly rewatch, anyway. So. You know what? I'll do them. Screw it. Just they no should swim tap. They should swap out those Lord of the Ring movies with the Star Wars franchise. Nah. It's nah now, now it's an actual punishment, though. Eh. Eh. I, just, I, don't, I don't want to. That's not That's, how the grid of death works. If like, I do the Lord of the Rings, I guess this yeah. question's for, for Billy Gill. If I do the Lord of the Rings one, I know we talked about like live streaming me watching Lord of the Rings, but what if I just like live tweet? all three movies like can i do that i feel like that's a good that's a long live stream really exactly it's like literally 11 hours long because i'm obviously gonna watch the extended editions even though it's like a punishment and i want to get it done sooner but if i can just live tweet it like done and done next weekend it's on sorry to my boyfriend (laughs) that sounds like a cop out you gotta you gotta live stream it it's got to be on Twitch. I don't know. I don't know about that. Wait, well, Jim, I don't know. We'll see. Jim? We'll see. <laughs> All right, Smitty, you have been very generous with your time. We have one more fan question for you, and we're going to end on a high note here. At Banks wants to know, where were you during the bush push, and did anyone with you cry? 
thought you were going to say, where were you on January 6th? Because that's like become a meme now. I was like, what kind of question is that? Um, where was I during the bush push? So I was at a soccer game somewhere in like rural Illinois with my parents. We listened to the first half of the game on the radio. And then we got home right as the game was ending. And I watched it with my dad and we both thought they won the game. Cause obviously like the time ran out and then they put more time on the clock. And then we saw the bush push and yeah, I think everyone cried that day in my whole family. I think that might've been the, I think the next day, it might've been this game. It might've been another game. We, my family always go, went to church on Sunday mornings. And I think the next day I, I remember asking my parents, like, are we going to church today? And my dad was like, there is no God. And I was like, <laughs> I was like eight years old and I was like, what? But yeah, it was, I mean, that was a, that was a vivid, uh, traumatic childhood memory because I went to school in Illinois too, where like all the other little kids in my grade, you know, some of them watched Notre Dame and yeah. So bad, bad memories ending on a downer. Sad I, times. I love the visual image of your dad just sitting around a coffee table, distressed, drinking yeah. out of a flash, just being like, Reggie Bush killed God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was it was dark days in the Smetana household after the Bush push. And then, you know, things got worse from there for a while, but we don't have to talk about it. The, the, you know what was almost, you know, equally as bad was the, the Jameis Winston game in 2014 against Florida State. Notre Dame, I think, was undefeated. And they uh, they scored the go-ahead touchdown with time running out, and then the refs called it back, and they called offensive pass interference. That was a brutal one in my house. We, again, thought that they won the game. Refs called it back. It was bleak times. Well, we love to end on a high note here on the Fan Love Tart Show. So, Jessica Smetana, thank you once again for joining us. Uh, fellas, can we get a thank you, Jess, going? Thank, thank you, you Jess. Jess. Thank, thank you, Jess. Jess. Thank, thank you, Jess. You, Jess. Oh, we're probably all off. Spot on. All right. Thank you, guys. No, thank you. Appreciate it. Bye. Summer's coming to an end, but that doesn't mean the fun has to end here. Oh, wait, it doesn't? That's right, fan fans. We've started a website, fanlevitard.com. Wow. We've got all sorts of fun things for you there. Boy, like what, mate? Well, we've got old episodes with show members. We've got a grab bag of random things. Go on, check it out. That's right, fanlevitard.com. Don't let the fun end here.